0: We're turning Arsenal and Tottenham into the WWE. It's like the only way to get any entertainment out of them nowadays. is just to be like, right, WWE, North London derby, loser has to quit. Can't show your face around here no more. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Footy Fetish podcast with myself, Alfie, my boy, Mark. Yo. OG. Yo. And for the first time as a permanent member of the Footy Fetish Podcast, it's Mr. Dan Bardell. Welcome. Oh, everyone.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so for anyone that doesn't know, um, well, which is basically everyone, uh, Bards is now, because um, we haven't put it out anywhere, Bards is now pro- a part of, obviously, he's been a fan favourite for... For a long time now, and he's officially part of the podcast, helping us on Tuesdays. And any of, well, if he's here on Thursdays, he's more than welcome to join us for Thursdays as well. Let's just start to him, a, he's but, a part time
1: um, permanent member. Yeah, that's it, boy. <laughs> yeah. part of the we're, shipping,
0: we're, uh, we're making a, a monopoly of football podcasts now. We're just going to take everyone from their podcast and put it on here. But, um, but yeah, it's been a decent weekend of football, lads, I think. An entertaining um, one. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't too. Yeah, I mean, it was all right. Well, not really for me. We obviously lost, but um, I suppose before we get into anything, um, we should say R.I.P. to the incredible Jimmy Greaves M.B.E. Obviously, oh, Tottenham fair and yeah. uh, uh,
1: my first signs for Jimmy Greaves.
0: And uh, yeah, no, um, just came out of the blue really. Um, obviously, I, I'll be honest, I don't know a great deal about him Because obviously, way before our time But, you know, he was an absolute legend of the game And he will be missed um, But yeah But yeah, alright, let's get into news and stuff um, Biggest thing, I guess, literally probably the biggest thing From this week of football is the derby situation, boys Yeah. Been um, they're in the shit They are currently facing a 21-point deduction after announcing their intentions to enter administration after they breached the championship financial fair play rules. Uh, I've got some stuff here from owner Mel Morris, said that he's devastated after citing the financial impact of COVID-19. But the EFL have come back and said that this is disappointing from them because they were given the same financial support as the rest of 72 clubs. They just did nothing with it. Um, obviously the, one of the crazy things about it is that uh, apparently their manager Wayne Rooney found out the same way that we all did basically through Sky Sports reporting it <sighs> oh, um,
1: which tough. just shows
0: you the level of, t- of tin potness that we're dealing with right now when it comes to Derby County um, but yeah also which is crazy for a championship club but just the debts alone the new owners going to have to cough up 50 million pounds just to get rid of them debts yeah. Um which is nuts but what do you guys think about this because obviously it, it did spark the conversation again of the super league and the teams that were involved in that not being you know properly disciplined let's say because they haven't really been still i guess um but yeah I, it's a sad day for derby fans but it is i mean it's part of football right
1: yeah, yeah definitely um yeah i think it's it's good It's always sad when something like this happens because as much as some people probably don't like Derby, they are a sort of historical club that have been around for quite a while now and um, their fans are going to be absolutely gutted um, just because of people wanting to fill up their pockets and even more than they probably should do. And the lack of respect that these owners clearly have for the clubs that they're not doing right by the fans. Um, I think the fans shouldn't be the ones that suffer throughout this but they're going to be the ones that do definitely yeah um and how
0: how do you guys feel about because obviously i mean we haven't got harry here but reading have been dragged into this as well they're apparently facing a potential nine point deduction for their for their uh, involvement in, in breaching financial fair play it seems like the efl properly discipline and you know actually do their job of you know when teams fuck up. Whereas the Premier League, obviously, it's about money in it, so mm. they're not going to. But it's it is so bad, man. It it, it is almost like the Premier League's a bit tinpot. I don't know how you feel about that, guys. Obviously, as all members of, apart from Ollie, obviously, as all members of Big Six teams. <laughs> um,
1: I suppose uh,
2: there's arguments to be had as to whether it's counterproductive, isn't it? Um, deducting points from a a team that's already struggling is that counterproductive you know, giving these teams 12 point hands when they you know, are probably relying on being in the championship in the first place but yeah there needs to be some punishment with it I think the way it was dealt with is wrong obviously in terms of the way the players and the staff you know the manager had, had uh, kind of found out but you know for Derby to go it would be catastrophic as one of the founding members of like the Football League you know, they're a historic club. Um, and but but we also have to remember that there is a way back for clubs like this and you know they could might end up going down and they there is no um, every chance that they're Wigan, gonna yeah. make themselves come back up. But you know, we've seen teams like Wigan as well go down and they're in the abyss and, you know, massive teams like Sunderland they're still struggling. So it's, it's been wrong how it's been handled obviously and uh, to not really have an affiliation with a team of that size is different is from me to or difficult for me to argue that um, they should be punished differently. I mean it, it kind of is what it is so I don't want want to say it's, it's wrong or right, but it's, it will definitely be a shame if they do end up
0: going one way and that, that way certainly seems down yeah i mean as someone that's been through their team being in administration and we were like that close to not being a fucking football team anymore i will say that i am all for this kind of thing to happen because it's like you know people that make a mockery of football and are in it for selfish reasons to make money and that's it and not for the game if they take the piss and that and like they have done here they should be held accountable and i know it's like the argument is well, the fans and the players shouldn't be punished, but unfortunately, if that has to happen, life's unfair. Shit happens. Um, you know, if someone's done a bad thing, you wouldn't punish you wouldn't not punish them because you're like, oh well, you know, always family shouldn't have to suffer or whatever. Do you know what I mean? That's it's just the way life is, and it sucks because it it's just not. It's just it's there's no parity between the top teams and the small teams, if you know what I mean. It just shows it even more that they can, like, this is fine to happen to a small team. But, you know, for a big team like for Man United or Man City or Liverpool to get a points deduction at the start of the season, even that doesn't really mean much because they'll make it up. And they might only still finish in the top ten, maybe just, but it doesn't matter, does it? When they're not going down from it. Already, yeah, you're not going down for it. it. Doesn't They could deduct 20 points and you guys would still stay up. That's huge. Like, if we're being realistic, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you might not get top then, you might just scrape it, but you'll stay up, right? Which is ridiculous like, there's no in chance itself. Of going down. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just the way you do like how do we do like it's almost like we've sort of made our bed with the Premier League. We've invited all these hedge fund um all these hedge fund managers and sheikhs and um, obviously Russian oligarchs into the fucking Premier League and now, yeah, we're just sort of dealing with it, I guess. I don't know. It is what it is. But we'll see how it goes I, mean, I think Derby will be fine there's always a ways to come back from it right like we did it it's fine we got pretty lucky though he just happened to have a guy who's a fucking super fan of Crystal Palace who had the money to buy us at the time <laughs> um, it's quite yeah I don't know it is what it is but it'd be sad obviously Derby I, I don't really care about Derby that much but for Reading I, I care about that a lot more obviously yeah. Harry being here that would will, that will be harsh um, that will suck for him if they obviously go down. I don't I don't know the ins and outs of the Reading situation. Does anyone know, anyone have a bit more of an idea on what that was?
1: Let's uh, see, yeah, I can find what it was that George sent through earlier to us about it. I didn't really read yeah,
0: it, it at work.
1: Really, but said Reading could be dot 9 points for breaching EFL's financial rules after being placed under a transfer embargo in a move that could uh, see Royals follow Derby and drop into the relegation zone. Jesus. Um, Is that this season or? Yeah, it'll be this season. Yeah. That's what it really says. Yeah, so I go down to one point. I
0: know Reading have had a bit of a fuckery with their owners and stuff like that, and like changing the name of the stadium and all this kind of stuff. But I never really, you know, you didn't realise it was that bad, man. Oh, Simon, um, Simon's
1: dropped in the chat. Shed gaming on there. Nice beard, buds. Got a little comment, mate. Looking trim.
0: E- I'm the only beardless one on the podcast now. <laughs> you know what that means.
1: Yeah, but Baz is the only one without glasses.
0: Oh, yeah. True. Love that. All right, well, let's move on to an even funnier team than... P- oh, I've just sort of given it away there. The Derby uh, with PSG, man. Um, what an absolute joke of a team they are. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but Messi and Pochettino seem to have had a falling out um, after he was subbed off. Against Leon when they were two one down, and then subsequently was filmed not celebrating the Acardi. Oh, they were one all, sorry, and then not celebrating the Acardi winner in the ninety third minute. Everyone else, I don't know if you've seen the video, guys. Everyone else just stands up, it's celebrating, just... and then about a couple minutes later, you just see Messi jump up like, you be skill." What happened?
1: Oh, we still but, um,
0: it's just, yeah, isn't it? He's like, just yeah, dragging in his name through the mud at this point. Well, it's so it's so obvious he doesn't want to be there. Yeah um
1: it's not yeah. i can't see that something mad happened between when he signed the contract and and now it's not like there's been some big thing in the news that has massively kicked off between Messi and a player or Poch or whatever it just seems to have just come out of nowhere he's just he signed a new contract all happy and everything now he's just like i don't actually want to be here anymore so he, well, I don't think he wanted
0: to be there from the jump I don't think he wanted to be there from the jump He obviously wanted to stay yeah. Yeah. I can see but, him going back um, to Barca
2: even next year If they if they manage to get their Us in
0: order It's probably just like a one year hey, hey, Nah brother you, We'll get on to it But the list of names that they've drawn up to replace Coman Is fucking embarrassing And oh, it's yeah, so, it like
2: so embarrassing But They've been linked with some of them for a long time But that's yeah, that's later. I just want to say as well, could you imagine if when Oli had done that and taken Ronaldo off in the Champions League, if Ronaldo didn't shake Oli's hand or, you know, that, that looked um, any worse than, you know, the Messi situation, then the, the amount of press hounding Oli would be insane. So, yeah, like, it would look so bad. But I think as well, no, I'm probably biased here, but that also probably shows why Ronaldo can be considered one of the greatest, if not the greatest of all time, because if anything, he works for the team. He is a selfish player, don't get me wrong, but he works for the team and he knows the team is important. I'm surprised if it is the case that Poch and, and Messi don't get on, especially considering Poch's sort of, uh, history with Argentina and the national team and that sort of thing. Um yeah, I think it's just embarrassing for Messi's sake. I think he should never have gone there in the first place. If he really wanted to test himself, should never have gone there in the yeah, first place. We've but um,
1: he should have come in. We've got a so comment coming through. We've got Queen of the North joining us tonight, lads. We've got Sarah in the chat. Good evening, guys. Sorry I'm working and lurking, so I've got you guys on to keep me company. So let's so, inform. If you've got
0: Sarah, if you've got a chance to like send another message, what the. F- what is going on with your Leicester, man? <laughs> we'll right, get to I it, we'll you've get into it. have got a bit unlucky, but Jesus. We'll get yeah,
1: into it. Um, Ren- uh, so, Shed no, was- gave his uh, opinion on Ronaldo and Messi as well. Ronaldo is a machine, Messi is more natural talent, which I think is fair. Yeah, I
2: think that's fair. I, I do, yeah. And then I think that's what it comes down to, opinion in Ronaldo terms of who you, yeah, who you put up. I think for the sheer athlete that Ronaldo is, I think that's why he's, why he's the... Uh, Goat for yeah,
0: me, Mr. Champions League as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you can't take that away from him. Uh, and also, like with the thing about Oli, I also think that, like in the grand scheme of football, Man United matter. PSG don't. Like if you I'm really sick. think about it, yeah. so then that's why Poch will get a let off because PSG just don't matter. They play in a shit league. That they, they they dominate and they can't win the Champions League without with these with the money that they've got and all this kind of stuff that they've got. They just they don't matter in the
1: league last year.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. They lost it to Lille. That's really embarrassing. Like, no offence to Lille, but you know, Lille are good sides.
1: But when you've got when you've got PSG's money and the type of players that they've got, you should not be losing to Lille. (laughs) They have a monopoly on the league.
0: Like, they could go and get any player from any rival team in the French league, like Bayern. They could do what Bayern Munich do. They're just not smart enough to do that. Do you know what I mean? Like the people that are running them, they just have so much arrogance in that football team. Um, but yeah, Barcelona. We, we, we might as well talk about them now. Obviously, we were just saying that a five-man shortlist has come out to replace Coman. I don't know if that's at the end of the season or just as soon as possible, basically. <laughs> um, but, but we'll go with the list. Obviously, I, I've also got here the last teams that they managed, just for a bit of fun. Um, obviously, Xavi was right at the top of the list. Uh, Al Saad was their third, was his like latest team to uh, uh, manage. Philip Koku, who, who used to be a player. I didn't really it for Barcelona, but his last team that he managed, ironically, was Derby County. So we've seen how that's been going. Uh, obviously, Andrea Pirlo, yeah, in it? Andrea Pirlo, Juventus, that went really well. Uh, Antonio Conte, who should be the only Donny on this list, was obviously Inter. But I don't think that works anyway, man. You've got Conte, who's a hard guy to get along with, who plays a specific system that uh, Barcelona just don't have the money to pick players up for. Yeah.
1: Need somebody who's so, flexible. Uh, they just,
0: yeah, uh, they need someone that you could just plug in that plays a good bit of foot. Do you know what I mean? Like a nice style, hasn't doesn't do anything too technical. Um, but they're going off to Conte, he's one of the most technical managers out there. But Barcelona um, do
2: love signing like 32-year-olds at the minute, so maybe that would uh, also work in Conte's favour. We get Paris... That situations. would. They, just, they
0: have... Victor Moses and Ashley Ashley Young on the wing backs.
2: In terms of a uh, Philip Cocu though, maybe we'll get Rooney in as like number 2 and Rooney will finally be at Barcelona.
0: Mm. mm, that could work and then I can't, I was about to try and name a derby player but who knows what who knows a derby player. Um and then Joachim Löw was the last person on the list. Obviously obviously most famous for for managing Germany, obviously winning a World Cup with Germany. Um but yeah, it just seems like a weird a weird list man I know it's very it's very Barcelona-y trying to get Xavi and Koku in who are uh, pr- obviously previous players of the team it just seems to be the hype now isn't it just getting previous players in, as managers it, I think, regardless of if they're good or not I think Xavi's been linked
2: ever since he went to Qatar though um, yeah. and as also I think that's linked to like the presidency at Barcelona as well and um, that sort of thing because that's why Messi wasn't going to sign the deal last year and then they've got a new president and I think he failed. he originally didn't want Krummen I think going back to the Rose, yeah. Um uh, and he always wanted Xavi so I can actually see Xavi being the most likely one and if anything he'll be so easy to get out of that club. Yeah. He's probably got a clause in his contract as as Koeman did. Um things like that but it's the squad man. I mean even Xavi no one's because he's got that Barcelona style of play and that passing. But you Kuman know, can't do it with that squad. And, you know, Kuman did play decent football. I know his time Everton was a shambles, but Everton as a club are a shambles. So, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah I agree. I there's not that many but, free managers around at this as it sort of stands anyway. Um, obviously, hmm. I know you don't have to go for a manager that's currently got a sort of not, that's not working or whatever. You can approach other managers, but even still, I'd, it's just not that big of a market for for managers. It's not one that really suits Barça's style of play anyway. I think they should approach Roy Hodgson. Be completely honest nice with
0: you. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. I have heard, like, I've seen rumors on Twitter that they have a, uh, There has been apparently Connor Gallagher is on a Barcelona shortlist uh, for next summer, which would just be like we have no fucking chance um, <laughs> if Barcelona isn't uh, yeah, um,
1: can try and get a lot more money but yeah,
0: that. I I don't think that's good well he's not our player brother he goes back to Chelsea doesn't he oh. uh, at the end of the season so. um, but yeah I don't know I think I don't know it is what it is but Barca just need to sort themselves out they're actually a meme of a club at the moment um,
1: we're not the only ones yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah Um but I don't know Barcelona a bit of Barcelona aren't they I just it is what it is. I don't, the Conte one's weird because he's such a polarizing character. Like he's such a hard guy to get on with that it just doesn't seem like Barcelona would want to deal with that. Um, he's not someone that like like we were saying. Bars was saying you can get Komen and Xavi, you can get things in their cl- in their contracts to just get them out of the club. There's no chance you're doing that with Conte. He's basically if if you really I mean he's a top five manager out in the world right now. If we're being completely honest, Conte, he's an unbelievable manager and he's not got a job. So (laughs) if Oli doesn't pick things up, though, because he's the thing now, right, Oli? He is the last I don't know. I'm just saying, man, it's not been exactly like you've got wins in it, but they've not exactly been like we'll get on to the the one that, you know, this weekend. But um, it's not exactly you've not exactly been the most confident team in the world. Like, you're not filled fans with confidence and that kind of thing. And bringing in a Conte would be, would be a madness, bruv. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Not doing, uh, to, didn't get your Champions League off to a, a great start either. To be fair, Ole and the Champions League just don't seem to go very well together in terms of his management. No, but...
0: um, I don't really know what his management style is. To be
2: honest, I wouldn't change Ole at all. I think Man United are notoriously slow starters. Even with Ferguson, we never got going until after Christmas. Um, that's when Fergie always said it mattered for them. Obviously, football is different now, and you literally have to be on it all the time. But I think it's fine. Like you know, we're playing Ronaldo up front now, and that's different—a different system. Ferran's settling in, but he's starting games. But we're winning them. So I think once he, him and Maguire actually form that you know, partnership then it will be solid at the back so then you haven't really got to worry Sancho's still finding his feet I'm not worried at all I wouldn't really I wouldn't go for Conte because he's you know there's too many eggs and at the same time he yeah he'll be there for two years and then what we'll be in the same position and I like what Oli's yeah, doing it's all I don't know man I literally I don't know if you would Chelsea are so good and you know City are City Got
0: an unbelievable like bench, like they've got two two elevens. Ah, kind of ruined that, didn't I? I was like, "Sorry, That's silent. Yeah, there. That's there silent. That's there. what I provided. That's all, that's all that you need to. That's what well, you need to Jacobs um, in the
1: chat. Hello, Jacob. Welcome. Welcome, Jacob. Welcome, bro. Welcome, bro. All
0: right. Um, we'll get onto the reviews now. I guess, guys, we might as well start. Yeah. Um I guess like there is a running theme of this episode, boys, that we will be talking about a lot. And it is the state of the refereeing in this country, boys. It is an absolute travesty, the state of the refereeing. Um, there's there was, multiple games this weekend that were just awful say, decisions.
1: There's so many VAR checks that the refs just did not pick up on. But, like unbelievable amount this weekend, like worse than usual. Well, it's weird. Just as we were saying, oh no, VAR starting to do really well this yeah. uh, this year, and uh, there's not there's been many cock-ups with the refereeing. they've all come now. Penalty. Liverpool
0: just given away a penalty to Norwich. Oh my! That's nah, fine. It's Lol. I'll keep you updated. It's some kit profit. He must be thirteen. <laughs> and know like,
1: we've got some sixteen-year-olds playing.
0: Oh my god, he looks so young stream I don't know what behind. the guy's name is It was a oh, it was a oh that's bad number 84
1: I don't know who he is seven of the oh, lineup god that was oh
0: so Bradley man. yeah he's a youngster Bradley
1: yeah, he was a, oh, he was really good young
0: Can I
2: just mate, say, honestly just, the football leading up to that is actually really good football from Norwich
0: mate they smacked they were they are playing really nice football and then Bradley just oh my god tries what? to top <laughs> yeah look at that Sorry, <laughs> he just, just tries to chop it. him in half Oh, um. That's uh, no. Oh, I mean, what? And oh, he saved it. He saved it, and he slipped on the rebound. Oh my God! What is happening? Norwich Come is out. so bad. Oh my God! Ah, it's still one 0 somehow. Right. Anyway, we will get into it. Spurs nil, Chelsea three boys. Um. Spurs are so bad. So bad. Yeah. Man. Thank you. Sarah,
2: thank Sarah you said, "OG has no idea
1: what's going we, on." You three that are watching it. I'm definitely not. <laughs> I've not got the stream up at the moment.
2: Um, Oh, my God. What was don't understand. Kane was just bad. Kane was bad. Son was bad. Lucas Moura was bad. They're bad. They're (laughs) They're bad, bad. mate.
0: Nuno is bad, bro. This is just not his level.
2: I mean, I think Nuno is a good manager. I do, I do. He was sick at Wolves and he had a great team and he had a good style of play. I just think like, you watch Spurs now and it was particularly apparent on the weekend when they don't press anymore and they were good at that high press Deli alley as well sorry the guy's just bad they're straight up bad he's now he's bad um, yeah he's bad yeah like they have kind of like lost that and I understand they're switching to a style and you know Nuno's probably more counter attacking but they were just like couldn't be bothered or they just didn't they looked teams such as as good as Chelsea just had them on the ropes the whole time. Other than like they had them on the ropes minutes. the whole time. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's embarrassing, what man. What was it? I think they conceded nine goals. Is
2: it nine goals in like three games? So it's three new weeks.
0: Yeah, it's nine like, go- They conceded nine goals in a week.
1: Bad. It's, it's nuts, bro. They Sarah, are so bad, man. Sarah said, I work with a massive Wolves fan and he's upset at the reception. Nuno is getting from Spurs fans. The only surprised? thing with Wolves is, is is
0: Nuno a good manager? Because Wolves didn't have a very good season last year, if we're being honest. And I think teams just figured out Nuno.
2: But Wolves as well. And they the didn't have they a good play? season. or And they've not had a good start because Jimenez, you know, was injured. Oh, and they've not yeah. got a striker. Before that, you were thinking oh, Jimenez to... You were thinking Jimenez to like a Man U or a Chelsea or a Liverpool, you know? Mm, um, yeah. Nuno was a big part of that. I think Nuno obviously missed when a striker if they... No, that's that's silly now saying he's got Kane you know probably the best striker in the world but again I don't necessarily think that's Nuno's fault I think that's Kane just you know throwing it in throwing it in the towel because he doesn't want to be there and I don't blame him <laughs> but it's not like they invested well like you know Nuno didn't really get a Dharma Traore which he thought they'd probably go for
0: they had a great summer transfer window it's not great by looking at the business now is it well, I mean, like, Romero was one of the best centre-backs in Serie A last year. Uh, admittedly, that was that was a bit of a stupid... Cause it doesn't fit the system that they're trying to play at all. Yeah, going but, from, I mean, like, Atalanta and that. And then Brian uh, Brian Hill, whatever his name is, he's a yeah, really then, promising okay. young player. Yeah, so
2: it's all... Okay, so they picked up some, like, promising players, but I'm just surprised that...
0: Don't, they don't sound like Nuno signings to me. Um, I mean, they were all bought in pre... Oh, no, they weren't, but, yeah, they. they I don't know. They're not really Nuno signings. we also they, they, know that he was signing. eighth on the list, weren't he?
1: yeah it yeah. took them so long to get their manager sorted whichever manager they were bringing in wasn't going to have a huge amount of time to bring in maybe the exact players they wanted um, and like you say if he's 8th on the list he wasn't the exact manager that they wanted but they had to go for someone and it was time was running out I think so things again. getting
0: so desperate for them man it was nuts
1: yeah um,
0: but but this yeah. is what Tottenham are man this is what Tottenham are we we were we were blo- we were like I don't know I can't think of the word right now, but we were we were duped into thinking because they had this golden generation they did absolutely zilch with. Uh, they should have won the league twice. They should have won the league when Leicester won it, and they should have won the league the league the following season when Chelsea won it. They should have beat Liverpool in the Champions League final. It, this is things that they, and they just can't get overline because they're Spurs. We are now back to what Spurs are: a mediocre Premier League team that will finish in the top ten, but that is it. That is what they are. They had a couple. They had four or five years where they, you know surprised us and they had a really good team but still did nothing with it. Like, this is what Spurs are. We've got to stop thinking Spurs are a big team. They're not. They're yeah, I don't, not. I
2: don't think... I, I, it was surprising to me that they were in the whole Super League stuff because I don't consider, consider them big club, you know. They don't pay... Not that I'm saying this is the you know um, mantra of a big club but they don't obviously pay the wages. They don't sign the players. They don't really finish and they don't win in those they don't act like a big heads. club yeah they don't act like it so be in the hat with them. fans or think they are it's nuts yeah.
0: yeah I think
1: the the next few games for them well I think the the last one or two and then uh, the next couple I think are going to be very much the next uh, game is super important it is very important very, <laughs> North very important. London derby man because I, I don't know who i want to lose more
0: that might I mean. be that might be one of the shittest north london north london derbies we'll see yeah well, it, it like, might
1: be the best north london derby we've uh, ever seen it will end nil nil
0: and now. it is going to be the worst it's ever been it's going to be fucking awful yeah but that might be um, the best game yeah. we've
1: ever seen <laughs> the most entertaining game because of how it could just be a comedy of errors
0: and it'll be great
1: yeah
0: <laughs> i hope it is true True. yeah it will be funny, I think. It'll definitely be funny.
1: I um, still think Spurs will yeah, win. Chelsea... I say the I winner of up. the uh, North yeah. London Derby uh, um, gets to keep their job. Arteta or Nuno? Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, it. Yeah. The, other, the other one's out. Gone. Done for. Been playing for jobs here. That's Arteta's won two, two games he's in a row.
2: He's, he's in. He's in the job now for till the end of the season because one won two in a row. I'm like
0: we're turning. <laughs> Arsenal and Tottenham into the WWE. It's like the only way to get any entertainment out of them nowadays is just to be like, right, WWE, door flubbed the derby, loser has to quit. Can't show your face around here no more. Um, yeah. Halfway, for, uh, 60 minutes, all the lights would go out and then just come back on and Arteta and Nuno scrap it in the middle. <laughs> um, I'd rather they should just do that. They should just have Nuno and Arteta have a scrap, and then the winner gets a free points because no one actually wants to watch football. I'd much rather watch them two just fight.
1: Yeah, right. When, you... the light, when the lights go down and come back up again, it should be um, Mourinho and Venga stood there. <laughs> For, like uh, Undertaker with uh, their the Undertaker. Their Undertaker yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> what yeah. I keep saying. Doom. <laughs>
0: Did
2: you see the other day, um, I saw a quote actually, I swear, I can't remember if it was before or after, but I'm pretty sure it was before the Chelsea game, Spurs and Chelsea, that Son had a quote somewhere saying that he was a Man United fan, right? And that didn't surprise me or whatever. Um, and he was talking about how it was because of G-San Park. But I just thought, yeah. why would you say that unless playing in a shit team, you've just signed a deal, which you now regret, and you want a way out, and you know that you know, Man United would be interested if you probably were on the market. It just made me think, like, do you think Son's already regretting signing that deal? Would Man United
0: fine. be in, the mo- in there for
2: him? Man United just...
0: Don't, I, don't I, don't really I don't think they need him. I don't think they need him,
2: although he plays on the left, and if Martial goes, then I suppose you probably need someone else.
1: I'm, he's just so saying, bad, I'm just
2: saying. I'm just saying. They would always be in the conversation of a player like that. Yeah.
1: So I've just I'm wondering seen- wondering if he's um, putting he was... the feelers out. Do you know what I mean? I've just seen QPR beating Everton two-one. Oh, I've just gone. Both. What? Or... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Me. Do you reckon
2: he's regretting signing that deal? I mean, I would. <laughs> I do. I not think.
1: I think he just he just look. I'm at Spurs now. Might as well earn some money. They want to keep me on for X amount of years. Fuck it. Was he
0: getting paid?
1: No idea. Sort of a really like
0: a have a little google because i i don't know brother i think if you sign a contract when you're getting several hundred thousand pounds a week i don't see how you could fucking regret that no matter
2: no yeah, yeah i know that obviously Some scientific scientific. That about every football, but what i'm saying is it's just a weird quote to
1: throw out know know what you mean an an, plan, he's earning an average salary of seven million two hundred eighty thousand a year yeah a base salary um, of... it is weird, but like yeah. i don't know man actually a contract
0: yeah i don't but this says something about a player, to Son, who has seen what the state of the team was like this summer, who signed his new contract this summer. There's a mentality there. And maybe
1: Son's just a loser. He's not He's, he's not getting anything you know I mean? from signing this deal other than being there any longer. He's on the same wages. He's been on 140k like the whole time he's been at Tottenham. If I was Son, I wouldn't have taken that. Maybe he's, he's just constantly definitely a lot better than I think he's just long. happy I was just like I'm now going to get I'm going to play he's just happy. I'm getting good he's money He's content with losing
0: So he's, Yeah he's just Yeah
1: He gets a good reception
0: from fans They're all losers aren't they You play for Tottenham They're just serial losers man <laughs> but they you think don't win winners. anything You don't they're, do anything
1: Their winners are just Yeah actual They're losers, in a
2: so. They'll be in serious trouble I think if they lose Kane Because I can't see anyone They have a bad finish What player is going to want to go there knowing I mean, that if you get in, it's so difficult to get out and they're probably not going to win anything and they're probably no the player. most boring or worst yeah. club in London one of, I don't know there's a lot but Se- you know, no one likes betters really
1: Sarah's just come in with a, a weird comment <laughs> we were talking at work about half-time entertainment of football and how shit it is and they said they should have a real-life animals of their crest, e.g. wolves wolf, versus Leicester's fox Fight on the middle of the pitch. You could also add the managers fight into that too. <laughs> probably wouldn't choose I don't know. I think
0: oh, I think <laughs> Peter will be all over that ASAP. Um Yeah, yeah I don't probably. know. Our eagle, our eagle. I can't remember his name now. So our eagle died last year. So you know we can't fucking we can't do that anyway. We have a cannon
1: on ours. So uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not exactly an animal would probably win against most animals, but um yeah, time we're gonna
0: win so um that's it but oh uh, yeah they're awful man i, I do uh, i mean i feel like we've spoken about chelsea's death now but they're just they're just good
1: aren't they yeah but um target Silva scored a really good header against tottenham this weekend
0: he did he did he There's did and the, then obviously can...
1: ball from uh alonso whipped it in
0: yeah marcus alonso's been on fire man Chilwell must be sitting there with like you know the arnold like hand fist <laughs> yeah, uh, fist
1: uh, uh, Alonzo is no longer going to be uh, kneeling for the, um, uh, the beginning of the match for racism as well he's just going to be pointing to the r- say no to racism like, thing he um, but oh he said he 100% still supports it, he just thinks that the whole taking a knee is losing its strength Losing its momentum and sort of losing the message behind it, really. So he doesn't really see the point in putting, um, taking a knee. He'll equally support it, but just by pointing at the, um, no to racism sort of thing he's got on his arm instead.
2: When he was a uh, drink driver, eh?
1: Yeah, when he murdered that person. Fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> well, he did. He went, he? he did. Yeah, he, killed he, got di- he got charged for it and everything. He murdered, he no. killed someone, man. in 2011. Um, yeah, drink driving and that, but uh, but yeah, next game and the best. uh, Let's we can wrap that up about Chelsea. We talk about them all the time, they are fantastic. Two goals probably the best. Before we move
1: on, before we move on from Chelsea, I do just want to say Kante, he just breaks my heart every time I see him. He's so innocent, I love him so much. He didn't know whether to celebrate or not when he scored that goal, and he was just a bit like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> he's just so innocent it just makes me laugh imagine like you he's retire and it just fall. turns out he was just like the biggest bully and he was horrible <laughs> just such, such a bad facade and he I could, just and, wouldn't
0: believe it even if there was proof <laughs> i just wouldn't believe it nah, yeah no. um awesome. man united versus west ham bars i feel like we can let you talk about this for quite a while but it was a fucking yeah. hilarious <laughs> game i watched i watched the whole thing it was hilarious Obviously, United got a bit undone with Benrahma's, you know, deflected goal, but it was still, you know, you got to take your shot, in, yeah, it was it was what it was. Obviously, Bruno Bruno hit the post early with a nice mm-hmm. shot that well it was tipped onto the post from Fabianski, wasn't it? Um, but then obviously Ronaldo got his goal, and then from the 89th to the 94th minute, it was just pure bliss <laughs> because you've got. Jesse Lingard comes on and scores the, uh, scores an absolute worldie by the way it wasn't just he didn't just score he fucking scored and uh, and then uh, they get a penalty which is fair enough but we do need to talk about how Man United should have had two penalties um, yeah uh, they obviously had the penalty and then they brought on which was the best thing ever because unless you're the only people that like not Mark Noble <laughs> yeah. fans, let's be honest Right. Yeah. So if you see this, it was just the perfect thing. When he came on, I was just sitting. I was sitting here watching it on my telly. And I, I was just had my fingers crossed. I was pr- praying. I'm not religious, but I was praying. I was like, just miss this. Just miss this. And it will be the best thing ever. And that's exactly what he did. Big Bart <laughs> Noble came on, took the ball. Well, the Declan Rice hands in the ball. who probably should have taken the penalty, if we're being honest. 100%. And
1: then abs- and it was a shit penalty as well. Awful penalty. It and... was after the game. Talking about the penalty, nah. he said, I'd, uh, like if it was, it was one of those situations where I, if I hadn't have done it, I would have regretted it. He said when you've got one of the best penalty um, uh, takers in, in the whole of Europe sat on your bench, you have to bring them on to take a penalty. A bit like, is that massively West Ham bias? Because I'm not gonna uh, lie, he, he has scored
0: his last 10 before that,
1: yeah. But that's the thing, I don't think he's like the One of the best in in Europe by any means. I think there's probably a lot more that are better than him. But I think you, them, up, you, way... got
0: put, you got to put Luka Milivojevic in there. Then he scores them fucking all the time for us. Do you know what I mean? If you're going to do that, but I think it's just you West put... bias. To be honest, I never knew that Mark Noble was a good penalty taker before they fucking were talking about it the other day.
1: Yeah, just ne-
0: <laughs> like never knew. Not that I'd care, but you know, it is what it is. It's just funny, man.
1: He scored every penalty he's oh, ever taken mate. for
0: Brentford. Brent yeah, True, I saw a a, fa- a West Ham fan at the game in a Lingard shirt. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh-uh. oh, so why did Lingard not celebrate? Because, like, OK, fine, you had a loan spell, a half-year loan spell at West Ham where you did do well. But you're a Man United player. Like, West Ham, in the grand scheme of things, probably don't really mean that much And he's you. been trying to break the like, United squad for years.
1: I think, yeah, he probably, I think West Ham probably do mean a lot to him because they've, they're basically the reason why he's kind of had this resurgence because I don't think he'd be playing to the same quality yeah. he's playing at now if he hadn't have done that spell at West Ham yeah, so he's, he's probably respect. yeah exactly he's happy sort of he's uh, thankful to know. them for I agree with of you that there though. Stuff.
2: and the West uh, Ham fans do like him hence why they've got you know, Lingard shirts for a lonely player you don't normally yeah. we don't often see that and I think um, the time that you know, yeah, as you said, he was there. His foot, his form has improved, and it's meant that Massive. you know he might end up getting in the squad. I think he'll probably play tomorrow. We play on West Ham again tomorrow, so I think he'll probably play tomorrow. Um, uh, it was a it was a great goal, and I think um, Lingard not celebrating. I don't think it's it's a big deal. I think
0: uh, it's Fair not a enough. big
2: deal. It's just something
1: to talk about, isn't it? Um. But ben ben yeah, Romans I don't know. I was pretty lucky. It's a big old deflection off uh, uh, Varane. Yeah, Ben Ramos played yeah, really yeah. well. The opening. Was a, a number game. of lucky goals. But yeah, I mean, but yeah,
2: the, he... I understand it was a penalty at the end. I'm really glad Noble missed it. I mean, he was high-fiving everyone when he came on. Obviously, I was glad he missed it. I was fuming. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't watch it. I had to leave it the room. His arms out. It was defending. for God's sake. Um, it was such a bad penalty, you can say. Such a oh, bad penalty.
1: See his, uh, he did uh, the old um, Mourinho took his bottle and just threw it on the ground got really pissed off <laughs> and, yeah, was,
2: I nearly threw, threw a bottle on the floor as well it was awful but it was um, yeah it was good I think I thought Man United actually played quite well I thought we played well in the first half unlucky to be a goal down and then other than that shot from Ben Rama and it probably had another chance like I couldn't think of another chance that they had was a um, clear cut so I think I think Man United deserve a, yeah, to win
1: Jared Bowen had a really good chance quite early on but it was a good save from De Gea um, but other than that yeah it was literally the Ben Rama and then Noble's penalty and that was basically yeah. all the chances they had
2: I mean there was a stat that came up I think like midway through the second half that was Ronaldo's had as many shots as West Ham have, had had that was without you know See, Ronaldo should have had two penalties as well. So, um, it's,
0: uh, it was Martin Atkinson wasn't it? Your your referee for that game? Yeah, it was. Yeah, Mate, he I'm is sure one of the all... worst referees out there, man. Yeah. He, the, uh, it was last season. He uh, we I can't remember who we were playing, but Wilf went down in the box from a foul, and initially he gave a free kick to the other team and booked Wilf, and then VAR overturned it to a like, uh, made him go have a look. And then he took the after he went and had a look. He took the yellow card off Wilf and gave us a penalty.
2: I don't understand
0: fucking wrong. Don't really
2: understand be. why he went or he was told to go to have a look at it for the sure penalty when that was pretty obvious as a penalty. Yeah. Then he didn't even go and or wasn't referred to for the other two. I understand that they looked quite theatrical in terms of Ronaldo. I'm um, going down and whatever, and I he does help himself. He that does kick true. off, okay. but when he does it, it looks like he's sh- like having a strop or whatever. But that's after the fact. So during the fact, it's that he's taken clean out by um, Sufao or he's taken out by Kurt Zuma. Either way, they were both penalties, and that was a yep. stone wall.
1: Um, two out of the three or four maybe that were he was shouting for were definitely stonewall penalties yeah i mean at least
2: one of them has to be even if you don't think you know i've, I've seen some debate as to whether people agree it was the third one or the second one and i understand you know it can it can be either it's either both, both but at penalties. least one of them
0: they're both penalties they're just both penalties though like, it doesn't need to be a thing of like I'll give one or the other. They were both penalties. They both should have been given and the ref needs yeah. to fucking... They need to come out and talk about this shit. I don't know why refs gets to just hide behind the fucking Premier League or whatever. They need to get out in front of it and go on fucking TV and say why they messed up, what they did wrong and be fucking transparent about it. Like, we're gonna, we're just going to move straight on to the fucking Leicester game because that's had right, Two goals disallow for offside and I've watched it and I... When has this been a thing? When... This whole Harvey thing, standing like in the way of the keeper, so he couldn't see it, but he was offside, but didn't touch the ball or wasn't in the play. I don't get it, unless none of you guys can enlighten me about what, that it's legit and it's happened, and we've seen it happen a load of times before. But I can't remember the last time something like that happened. And it happened twice in one game. Not clear. That's
2: pretty mad. I know that was a, I know that's been like a, the obstruction thing's been a rule, but... Usually for corners. Well, it's usually, it's usually as well if it's like offside and it kind of is interfering with play. So if Harvey Barnes would have gone for the ball, no. he didn't go for so, either yeah. of them though. So, it uh, is
0: nice. um, yeah,
2: That doesn't really make sense. Make sense, sense to me. I
0: well, think Leicester got unlucky there. They, they, Brighton got the win, and I have to say, like we've said to, we've said about Brighton. You know, people are singing their praises, but we've said on this podcast, if you look at their fixtures, they're about right. They should have beaten who they beat and they should have lost to Everton. That's fair enough. But this was impressive, getting a win over uh, Leicester. Obviously, they did it in a jammy fashion where they should it should have been a draw. Um, and Leicester got two goals disallowed. But man, I don't want to talk about Brighton, but I need to talk about Jamie Vardy. Is it about time? They, I know he got the goal and whatever and it was an unbelievable bit of link-up play. That first time football for that goal from the multiple players that were involved, it was outrageous. It was sexy football. But... Are they are they doing themselves a disservice from just rolling out Vardy every every weekend when they've got Iannaceo and Daka, who's a fantastic striker, just rotting away on the bench? I think
2: Rodgers must know as well. I mean, Iannaceo got bad quite a few, didn't he, last season? He had a good, pretty good season by his standards, and he's not exactly amazing. But um, I think there's always going to come that time, isn't it? You don't you don't know Vardy's done until. No, it's apparent. It's like Ronaldo all of a sudden will just fall off. Uh, yeah, and you don't know when that's going to be. So I think it's harsh to criticise Vardy too much, considering he's still also bagged the goal. Um, and you know, he's been such a great servant. And he still is so lethal. Like He he's will punish you. As you said, you know, Leicester were unlucky even, to not even win it. So if they win it, scored one, and they've scored... Um, Two other goals, so they they went in three two. So no one would would
0: even talk about it. So thing like, when them. you've got when so you've, you've got any and Dakar on the bench, it's like, what you do? Like, are they gonna? What is there? Was there any fucking point? Like, do you want to just? What was no, the point? We've I thought this year um, was supposed to be the year where they where they move on,
1: but we had some input from everything. Sarah, which is probably timely. She said, I didn't see how Harvey Barnes obscured the goalie's vision. That was proof that simple set plays work with our goal so what do you think about Vardy do you think it's time to look towards the future or are you still happy with him let us know good question the chat because i think we've spoken about this a couple of times recently on on the pod um just about Vardy in general really how obviously he scored this weekend but sort of throughout this season so far he's not been sort of as impressive as he as he has been in previous seasons and it was kind of looking like he might be this might be the start of the end for. Vardy and maybe Leicester should look towards the future and give other players some other players some chances and give them more minutes but yeah it's just it's tough to say really sort of this early on in the uh, in the season as well to how they're how they're gonna get on how Vardy's gonna perform sort of on his own as well he might come into really come into form throughout the, the back half of the season or for the rest of the season we never know but judging from what we've seen so far it doesn't doesn't look like the same Vardy we've seen in previous seasons.
2: I don't think Vardy played on Thursday as well but Iheanacho did so maybe it was just a rotational thing maybe if you're going to play Vardy once or once a week you know you're, he's probably going to play um, on the weekend as opposed to Europa but I mean they were unlucky in Europa as well weren't they that was I was actually kind of gutted
0: for them because I do want to see them do well in, in that competition I think that'd be sick yeah
1: um,
0: for them
2: I just don't know what the
0: point in I just don't know what the point in spending 25 million on DACA is if you're not gonna play him if, if it's not there?
1: I thought it was rare. yeah
0: if it's if it's not like I think it's like 23 25 something like that but um around that area but um I don't know, it's just weird man it just feels like I don't know I personally I i I think Brendan Rodgers is overrated anyway as a manager. Um, I don't think he'd be the guy that's going to make Leicester that, you know, push into the top four, which we've ever seen that he hasn't been because he just bottles it every year. Um, but It's a shame. I do want Leicester to do well, man. Um, I just feel that they might run into the Liverpool problem, where they haven't revamped the squad, and if they don't do it soon that it's just going to get old. Well, I know obviously they have like your your Harvey Barnes and your James Madison, but how long is James... If they don't kick on, how long is James Madison going to say? I've had a
1: big one from Sarah. I think he clearly has skill regardless of age, but I think this season or next season he should retire. You have so many fresh legs on the bench that aren't getting time when they should. They're willing to take risks in terms of switching up defenders and new fielders, but not strikers. Hashtag give Dak a, a chance.
0: Yeah, man. He's a quality striker, man. Um, and course, I haven't seen him play in the Premier League before,
1: Richard, but I, I reckon know, he'll he have think. like it, he'll get like a, a start or something like that he'll start for Leicester get maybe one or two goals and then we'll be like oh right, should we keep playing him <sighs> if he's going to be scoring goals and uh, then he might just yeah take the reins off off Vardy and um, yeah crack on going forward but I definitely think he. It, I, I'd probably say uh, it's, it's too nilable
0: Origi
2: yeah, Origi got his, uh, I don't know what even you called it. Bob's comments about Origi the other day, I know going off topic, but saying he doesn't understand why no one came in for Origi. Well, I can, he's I can, and he's not, not that great. Fucking bang average at best. Yeah. And you don't play him yourself, um, so <laughs> why is anyone else going to, like, put in it? the money that you probably were asking for him?
0: Oh my God, how did Norwich not score? Cool? I'm still looking oh, at one exactly. Anyway, Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, City. Uh, talking about people that can't seem to score,
1: City and Southampton, man, they, they really need a fucking striker, man. Um, just before we get into this, I just want to say, like, we didn't do much of a preview on City-Southampton because we, I think we said something along the lines of, it doesn't matter what team Pep Guardiola fields, they're going to absolutely yeah. steamroll Southampton. Oh, that's and awkward. <laughs> this is the, the sick... Bit of commentary well, you get from us. No, yeah, they no, should have, done. They, should have, they should have done. done. they had so many chances that they could have it's scored. No
0: excuse, they didn't score in this game. Though. They were basically so they only there for the, pass, the second half.
1: Yeah.
2: Put six past Leipzig, didn't they? So, yeah, they do score out, goals. goals?
1: Yeah,
0: because. Yeah, they do need, not. Yeah. But when you, they they aren't going to win the league this year. They they're just not. You need a striker like that to win the league, man. Yeah, yeah. They don't have a United have Ronaldo. Um, obviously, I, Mo Salah is a striker. If we're going to be completely honest with you, the way he plays, he is a fucking striker. Yeah. So yeah. you got Mo Salah. Um, yeah, I just don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think, I, think it's, I is it. I think it's down to arrogance. I think from Pep and the City boys to be like, look, we did it last year. We'll do it again this year. Whatever. But they still, you know, falls out 100 million on Reedish. I mean, Pep is Um, an
2: arrogant guy, but in the sense that he can kind of afford to be. He's got the backing of...
0: Yeah, of of course, of course. I
2: mean, yeah, 100% because he does it in the Champions League literally year in, year out, thinking, oh, I'll pull a blinder. I think he, yeah, he done it briefly last season, so he thought he could do it again, but really nail it down. When I think a lot of teams are like, you know, Prem, I don't want to sound like cliche, but the Prem is, so different in terms of how each individual team plays, and number nines in frame have always been, um, you know, highly regarded, whether it is you play with one of them or two of them. I think Pep's missed a trick by either not paying the money for Harry Kane or um, choosing not to get even, you know, 30 million striker from some obscure team in Spain or South America that he knows about. but. I think, I think this just means that they will literally do anything and everything to get Haaland. I can't see Kane going there next year. Do you think
1: they'll do Harland? I, d- I was going to ask this question. Do you think Kane will still be their number one priority in the summer? Or do you think not they'll for go 100%. and shot? Try- yeah, or do you think they'll try and capitalize on Haaland's release clause that might not even be there? Both. Yeah. yeah. I think it depends yeah. how, how expensive.
2: I think it depends on how expensive Kane is. I mean, if anything, you know, you would... £100 million that was on the table, I would take it off and say, well, you could have had that money if he's not taking it. So... Offer him 80. Yeah. Yeah, especially if Kane's like not that. really, you know, doing it. But again, they could go for Haaland in January. That's the issue. Um, and, you know, his dad played for City and things like that. I think it's teed up for Haaland to go there. But let's not forget as well. Pep's flirting with even what next year is it? After the next season, so you know, I don't want to say that's you know, Man City will probably get the next best thing. But if the the next best thing is Tuchel cool and he's at Chelsea, then who's the next best best thing?
0: And we'll go to City and see, do um, something, you know? I can see uh, uh, Eric Ten Hag or and Julian Nagelsmann. The
1: return of Mikel Arteta. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Bring him back well, down to our level. I mean, this is an inside job.
0: I think oh, Vieira, mate. Why not? We're going to win the Europa. We're going to win the FA Cup and then we're going to win the Europa League. So why not?
1: Are you still in the FA Cup?
0: No, we got knocked out. No, yeah. <laughs> we FA Cup's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're Carabao. out the Carabao. Yeah. We do not want the Carabao <laughs> Cup anyway. Nice. Um, Cities every year, anyway, don't matter. Yeah, nah, we don't want that. We, we want the FA Cup, the one that counts.
1: The result but, for um, Southampton, right? Yeah, yeah was great result. Mm-hmm. Great result for them. It was well, similar to the bad. United game in the sense that they just managed to hold off their defence. Uh, well, their defence looked stronger, but it was also mainly down to the fact that um, City weren't on form. It, like, it was a good result for southampton not to say that they played like out of their yeah. out of the world or out of this world but it was yeah 50 yeah. 50 i think it is, what it is. Southampton yeah i don't know was slightly sure
0: was that penalty a penalty i can't i've watched it like a few times that I I, the, i've uh, got no idea what the, the walker. carl walker I've, yeah. got, I've got no idea i feel like it is a penalty but i don't know why it was I don't know why he saw it from the other angle. He then goes, "Oh
1: no, it's not." When I was watching it, they basically a lot of the comment uh, commentators and stuff were saying that if it was given as a penalty, they don't think it would have been overturned. But if it wasn't given as a penalty, they also don't think it should have been overturned. It was just such a whatever the uh, their initial reaction was, they should have stuck with it. Um, but you can kind of see that it is more from the southampton player that kind of half takes like carl walker out but at the same time carl walker's like basically got one leg over like the, um the uh, southampton's striker's legs so it's a bit like 50 50 really one. it's about it's, yeah six of one oh, half I a dozen of the other
0: i'm happy they didn't give it because i don't want southampton to win that game so i guess it fits my narrative so i'm happy with it but um but, yeah, I don't know. City, I think, obviously, they'll be fine.
1: They'll get second. Southampton could have actually won that game as well. They had a couple of chances that if they'd just been... They had their, sort of, a bit clearer vision, just be able to pick out some of the passes, some of the runs that some of their players were making, then they could have easily snuck in just a cheeky 1-0 win. But, yeah. unfortunately, this is Southampton, and they're... That's not
0: That's like that. That's it. Um, yeah, uh... Arsenal, man. Let's just move on to Arsenal because oh, you God. guys got the win. I was the Odegaard yeah. free kick was, was the deciding factor. Um Burnley had a few chances. Arsenal had a couple chances. It seemed very even.
1: It was, actually, um, in all honesty. I didn't think we were going to walk yeah. all over him by any means at all, but I'm glad we got the three points. Um I think it was a good game in terms of it was actually quite... Well, bad that this is to say. We were quite evenly matched throughout the the, the majority of the game, to be honest. Um, but it was a, a lovely little free kick from uh, Martin Odegaard. It was,
0: it was a lovely free kick. It was a lovely yeah. free kick. Um, John oh, Dyer has obviously got his it. new
1: contract as well. At, um, Burnley.
0: Yeah. I was um, yeah, big up for him, man. He should try and move on and go to a better club, to be honest. But um, <laughs> but he's super Burnley down to the That's ground, and he like he's,
1: he's Mr. Burnley. Um, yeah. Up,
0: I mean, oh, I wanted to do well in it, but I have to say Ben White did not look good again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he looked
1: quite shaky, I'm not gonna lie.
0: Yeah, he did, and he nearly gave away a goal. Lucky that Ramsdale was on his Ps and Q's for that one. He was on his shit. He knew what oh. to get on and he did and make a fantastic challenge as well on the defender. Oh. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. He's got to turn it off, any he, a bit, Ben White? I know it's still early days, but he's got to do bit better than that. That was sloppy. That was yeah. bad.
1: Well, it's, it's, his, it's, um, his third, it's his third game for Arsenal, or first third Premier League game for Arsenal. He played the first one. He played against Norwich. And now he's played Burnley. So, like I say, yeah, it's going to take him a little while to sort of get into the swing of things with the club. Um, sort of make sure that back line is as solid as it possibly can be. Um, if... It had been a penalty. I think I would have been more pissed, a bit more pissed off. But the one thing that did slightly annoy me is the fact that he sort of gives that really weak pass back to Ramsdale, sees it's very weak, and just doesn't really do anything about it. He doesn't try and go, oh crap, maybe I should try and get in front of that, or try and sort of shield the ball a little bit so Ramsdale can come get it. He kind of just sort of just leaves it. And just is hoping to God that Ramsdale can, can get it, which he did, um, originally given as a penalty. You see Ben Wright's reaction as soon as uh, they, they give the um, initial penalty. He's just like, ugh, hands in his face. It's like, fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> what have I done here? But, yeah, hopefully just more game time will lead to improvement. But, no, you're definitely right. He, he wasn't on form at all. No. Door's just
0: gone. Give me two seconds, people. Hold on.
1: But one thing I will say about that Arsenal game is I think actually Burnley, Burnley were a lot better than I expected in the uh, in the middle of the pitch. I didn't think that they would be as dominant as they were. If, um, we were we got a scrappy one nil win and I'll take it a wins a win at the moment for us. We have got the three points. Well, they're not been a bad quite, side Burnley so far in the season. Yeah, they're not been a bad side, but that they've also not been great. No, they've given they
2: actually water. played some really they're not tidy team bubble.
1: Well, they've lost every it game it. so far bar one, which they drew. They've got one point and they're sitting second bottom yeah. at the moment. So They don't
2: normally make good starts, today And then, you know, Daesh, they get their act together. I mean, Daesh wasn't worried, was he? I think they lost those two games and he even said, oh, I'm not, not worried um, yeah. because he, he knows. But they actually played some good interchanges, some good football. Um, dangerous man. The other day, yeah, and I think um McNeil, he had a few good chances, didn't he? And he looked so dangerous on the uh, his left
0: foot, and it was uh, a shame you couldn't bag one <laughs> as much as I wanted wanted him to. <laughs> yeah, that's was uh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, obviously Arsenal got Spurs up next. It's a big, big game. Obviously, if Arsenal can get the win, I think Arteta is really fine. But he needs to keep this going on, man. Like he needs to. Keep, he can't lose to Spurs next week, especially with the way Spurs have been going. I still think.
1: They're potentially the better team, but they're just so... I think. We've won two games Late. in a row. They've both been 1-0, but they have also been against what, 19th and 20th in the league? Yeah, yeah 19th and so. 20th in the league. So, it's also nice. not exactly like we're dominating these teams like we should be. Um, generally won't surprise me if Tottenham probably beat us. They've been scrappy, and they've also had a couple of... Uh, they've also obviously uh, uh, what's it called? Had a bit of a shitter against um Chelsea but I think overall they're still probably a, a stronger team than we are at the moment. No,
0: absolutely. Um, it'd be interesting. Uh, yeah, it, it could be shit but it could be funny. So I'm going to watch it I think. <coughs> yeah. um, but the last game we're going to get on about because we have got to make my food my foods here. Obviously, there's Villa three, Everton nil which we saw which was crazy and then obviously Brentford beat Wolves two nil. Norwich beat uh, Watford. Beat Norwich three-one, and Newcastle and Leeds drew one-all. But the big game that I really want to talk about to finish this off is Liverpool three, Palace 0 Obviously, Mark, I know you've been you've been probably waiting to talk about this one today. Patiently. Um, <laughs> but I, it was a it the, this
1: scoreline's a liar of what the game was like. Oh, I was no, do it, don't get anymore. me wrong. I wasn't going to sit here and be like, "Oh, Liverpool thrashed it." Like, I was worried for quite a long time in that game. Hit the Palace twice. Yeah, Palace were. We should have had a penalty. Well. Palace were doing um, decent football Um they were looking creative they were taking their chances I know they didn't only got two shots on target but that was out 13 like I that's th- th- mate I think this bullshit
0: bruv because we obviously hit the post twice Alisson made two saves from Odson Edouard and he also made a save from Joel Ward that was straight down his throat and oh, Zaha so that's yeah.
1: six well, yeah obviously the, po- the shots against like, the post no don't idea. count technically but they're still really close shots they're they're fucking on target, people, people, yeah, i yeah, count I them it. as on target, which is, yeah. I, don't, I get confused. I mean, they're not on target. Was,
0: just, yeah. I need to ask you, because I have no idea. How the fuck did Milner stay on that pitch for 90 minutes? I don't know. He made six fouls. <laughs> I don't he know. He made six fouls and didn't even get a yellow. Oh, he was we on one. I... We should have had a penalty. We should have had a penalty. Simitas fouled the shit out of Benteke. He was In the so penalty box. should have had a penalty. I have no idea. I don't idea. know. He did Rude, bruv. We act like I know you guys won fine, you. But you two two, of your All three of your goals came from set pieces that we aren't good at. You know, the first one was a man, man, a touch which Gaita got to, but he should have done a little bit better on. The second one was Salah, which we should have cleared, but it came over the top and he just yeah. finished off, which was a lovely finish. Good and Gaeta yeah. scored a, um, uh, scored a lovely goal, but that came from a free kick that we should have dealt with. Uh, straight out to that him that and he just smashed with. it. Yeah. It's not like you got you guys did like we didn't outplay you. It was nothing like the Chelsea game. You didn't do, you didn't outplay us once really. Like you did obviously you were better throughout the whole game. because like, you won whatever, but it wasn't anything crazy, man. It's just like it was yeah. just nuts. I can't I can't believe that like the ref just butt folded man. That Anfield crowd just made the ref not want to do nothing for anyone else but Liverpool, like. I don't know. Like we know, it's tough to go. We know it's tough to go as a smaller team away to a bigger team and get decisions, especially somewhere like Anfield, Yay. where it's rocking.
1: No one wants and to play away at Anfield.
0: Well, uh, it's not that, bruv. Like it's just that if you, you get getting the, re- I mean, yeah, it is, but getting the refs on side oh.
1: is so hard. We've bro. just had a follow as well in that uh. rant, and it- no Hanzo on. maybe or Hanxo forty-five. It's now following. Thank you for the follow. Woop woop.
0: Big up, we love you. Thanks,
1: man. Um, man Mane loves to score against Thales. He absolutely... The only team he yeah, wants to score against. I'm grateful it's he scores It's the only against. team he wants to score against. He is dog for the rest of the year. He's uh, but when scored he plays 100 goals now and 10 of them, a tenth of his uh, all of it, all goals he scored for Liverpool have been against Palace. That's brilliant. <laughs> that's mad. He just Gross, loves to sad. score against Thales, man. It's ridiculous. So I think it's a mental for thing. for the rest of the year. I think, it's a, he's, I think he, he, it's a mentality thing because there's always. he's got the ability, but he's always making like, the wrong decisions. And I think where he's going into this Palace game, he's gone, well, I've scored nine goals against Palace. I know. It's an- I, why Yeah, <laughs> like, what's the? why can't I score again? And then here he goes. I mean, it, you know, it, it fell to him quite well, but, you know, landed. Yeah. There. Oh, oh, yeah, if he had missed luck. that,
0: then that would have been bad because that was just an open goal. Yeah.
1: Um, what made me laugh, though, is... Uh, the fact how confused Cater looked when he scored. <laughs> I've scored? Yeah. I oh, think he, he was, was a bit really, like, yeah. shot by I think it. He was.
0: I think he was trying to be smug. Yeah. But yeah, he looked yeah, he about it. You're like, oh, look at what I've scored. But like, one thing I have to say, navigator, Cater, brother, you're dog shit for what you, you, were, what you were bought. For. So <laughs> let's not get too big for your boots. You've done literally, that's what you've done in a Liverpool shirt. So, you know, you pipe down. It is what it is. You <laughs> cost nearly 60 million or something, right? Navigator, something like that, something like that, yeah, like 50, yeah. 60 million, million. Where, a bit, a bit, whatever it was, too yeah, much,
1: a bit too much. Whatever
0: it was, like fucking anything would have been too much. But yeah, navigator, fucking wind your neck in a little bit, son. Um yeah, Gonna be. No, um, what? I'll say Liverpool, like with results like doing that, your defense looked pretty good, man. You guys looked really solid at the back line. Yeah, um, it was nice to see. Um... Kanate, that was fantastic. Chorta should have scored. That was awful. I oh, just, My, I'm just
1: so I know. Bad.
0: Obviously, Mane had a decent game, but his goal was very easy to score. But Mane's going to be gone, right,
1: soon? Probably. Probably. Probably, will. probably. Yeah. Depends who can get to replace him, though. He's still quite a threat. He's just, yeah, he's, he's still all right. But I don't know. I, so, I don't know. Are we
2: running out of contract or for a fee? No one's going to spend a hundred million pounds on
1: him. Jesus Christ. Christ! No. Would you spend? What would you spend on him? What I spend on him, or what would the other guy spend on him?
0: Yeah, like not not you, Mark, because obviously you have a bit more of a, a you know a love for Mane than these other two. Like, like from, a, from a neutral, genuine head, what would you pay? What would you be like if you saw your teams bought Mane? What price would you be like? Sweet.
2: 60 70 60 i think he's just i could
0: not see him over 60 million 60 million seems about right right like like i mean
2: he's a great player i just i know it depends but i just i think i'm just thinking in this market as well he's
1: signed to 2023 at the moment
2: yeah probably 60 then because like
1: yeah um the you
2: know if sancho was sancho's what 75 right he got the most assists in Europe, didn't he? If I'm wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, I suppose that's probably about right at
1: 60-65. I'd go for about that. He's, what, nearly 30 now as well. He's 29. He's mm. only got two years left on his contract. So, I think someone could probably snap him up at the end of this season for pretty cheap. We'll only have a year left by then. Yeah, I've like got like a that. feeling,
0: like, someone I just want to shout out. So I've got a feeling Tyring Mitchell's going to get snapped up next summer. I think someone's gonna come in for him. He fucking I know Salah scored, bro, but apart from that, the Donny had Salah on lockdown. Like he had 12 tackles and interceptions against Liverpool on the weekend. It's Eight bad. tackles, four interceptions. Eight is double the more, double the amount from the person in second. Obviously, we're playing Liverpool. I know it's crazy, but mate, he's such a fantastic young baller, man. He's just coming on strides every fucking game. Um, and I've just got a really horrible feeling that, that he's going to get snapped up in the summer man I can see uh, who needs a left back man does anyone really need a left back at the moment Arsenal Arsenal
1: could do with him yeah uh, maybe Tottenham um, it's Tottenham maybe back, yeah we've got a backup left back we're fine we've got Kieran Tierney um, he's, he's I'd, I'd be happy to keep Kieran Tierney to be fair I think oh, yeah, yeah. I think Tottenham are probably the... Uh, we'll
0: see how he gets on though, man, because... Uh, I really think... Yeah, we'll see how quicker, he gets on, because he's a fucking fantastic the young The quicker goal,
2: man. Arsenal get over this Kieran Tierney love affair, better it will be for Arsenal Football Club, in my opinion. Because do I know, don't right? understand. He's good, right? But a few Arsenal friends that are Arsenal fans, and I don't understand the love for a guy that barely plays... When he plays, he's not really impressed so far this season. And because he plays in the same team as Robertson, who is probably one of, if not the best left back, one of the best left backs in the league. And they, because they, he's got like a, an affiliation with him, they think, yeah, he's class.
1: I don't know. He's very, he is very good oh. going forward. He does, he can get, he can easily, like, he whips uh, good balls in. Uh, last year, he was. Injury, very much injury prone. He didn't get that much game time. Uh, when he did, I thought he was quite impressive. This season, he has been a him. little bit hit and miss. I think
2: it would be good to have him just not like as your main left back. Well, he's not, at the can't... moment,
1: I'd, I'd rather start him than anyone else in left back.
2: Yeah, fair. But that's what I mean. It will be good if Arsenal, I think, got another left back
0: as well. Yeah, I think because we need to think... I do think Tierney is good, but I, I do think he's a good player, I do, but I do also think he's overrated. Definitely overrated, but he's not, because, yeah, but he's a good player still.
2: Imagine if you I had a left-back that was good and
0: overrated. he played like
2: most games. That's what I mean, like, he could do all the things that Kieran Tierney does, like whipping across or attack well. He can play games. And I just think like that isn't actually too much to ask. Of a left back to do.
1: No, of course, but I would say he's been sort of quite injury prone in the sort yeah. of. Best the knees, availability.
0: I
2: mean, he arrived with one knee, didn't he? <laughs>
1: yeah. He did arrive injured, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: I see him as a left centre back going forward. I don't know why. In a back three, I see him as a left centre maybe back. Maybe Arteta will play that, and maybe that'll be like good for him. Because you could definitely do with a with a bit more of a nifty. Left back, wing back. Do you know what I mean? And then Tierney, but he's, he's solid, man. He's a solid player. That's what you need. Like, but that's what you need as a centre back, not necessarily a wing back.
1: He's a very um, like strong in the dressing room as well. He's definitely a future leader. He will be captain of whether that be Arsenal or another club in the future. He will be captain at some point, I think. He's definitely got that sort of mindset about him. That sort of professionalism. Um, he does sort of command that from from some of the players in the team and uh, you, you do also see it with Scotland as well, obviously I know Scotland is, is Scotland but they uh... Scotland. Um but yeah no he does show, like he does turn up on, on sort of both levels in that sort of sense in terms of a, a future captain Um but like you say I, I I do agree with you definitely 100% he needs to stay fit in order to consistently play Um but, yeah, see how he gets on.
0: It's a big game for them next week, man. If he has a good, he needs to have a good game next week and you'll, and you'll be all right. But, um, but yeah, we're going to call it a day there, boys. I'll quickly run through just the rest of the results because we've got things to do. Obviously, Villa put in Everton's to sword 3-0. Obviously, uh, Leon Bailey coming on strong on his debut, getting an assist and a goal of kind of an assist. It was a corner that Digne put in. But, yeah, you know what I mean? He's, he's looking good uh brentford beat wolves 2-0 which obviously ivan tony scored the um scored a penalty and then set up the second goal he's looking like he's fu- he's coming into his you know he's coming into his stride and that's fantastic for him
1: two goals disallowed i think
0: yeah yeah they did i think yeah, yeah. um uh, norwich lost again because they are going to lose basically every game this season they yeah. lost to Watford. Um, and then Newcastle Leeds. Leeds are just doing a Leeds at the moment. They're just being very poor. They're playing nice football, but not getting any fucking results. Yeah. Um, lovely goal the, from the bl to way. Didn't um, mean it. Lovely.
1: But it goal. was a
0: good, lovely lovely. goal. They just can't hold on to it, man. It's a shame. But um, we're gonna leave it there, boys. My boys. We will. Um, we've been going for about an hour and a half now. I'd probably say just under hour fifteen. Man. Um. Oh, Kirsty, lovely. Um, my, my dinner's turned up, so I'll chuck that in the oven, so i keep that warm. But, um, yeah, it was good to chat to you boys. Obviously, it was a good week of football. We're looking forward to next Tuesday to review and hopefully a good with the North London Derby and um, I don't know what the hell it's called, but the Palace Brighton Derby as well. Um, no, the M23 Derby. Right. <laughs> so shit. I'm a Palace fan. I don't even rate it that much. But um,
1: The Eagles but yeah, versus no, the Seagulls.
0: Yeah. do you know they, they took that they made they made that their C name their, 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 their nickname C-name. Uh, C-name. C name C name had it was seagulls in them, yeah they made it their uh, nickname off the back of that ours was called eagles our tin pot of a club of they. Um, but yeah thanks guys thanks for joining me thanks to everyone who watched we've been the Footy Fetish Podcast um, you can find us obviously on YouTube Twitch Spotify Apple Music Facebook Instagram make sure to give a like follow Hit the notification bell, because you obviously want to know when you can see these pretty faces talking about football every week. Um and yeah, we will be with you again soon. Obviously, Bard, thanks for uh thanks for joining us as your first pod as a permanent member. Pleasure. How did you enjoy it? Pleasure, it was great. All great as always. Even better now on yeah. permanent. <laughs> Lovely, love it. We love it. But uh yeah, we'll um we'll be back. I think we're back tomorrow instead of Thursday, just because we've us yeah us too let's do it what man you, let's yeah, do it we've but, uh, actually got some
1: catching up to do because we need to do the team ratings for the last two weeks now i think we need to catch up with the uh fantasy nice football
0: yeah start nice and early as well
1: so
0: yeah. yeah yeah well i'm working again tomorrow Ollie, so it'll be again at this time basically my man but um Sick. i'm sorry about that but yeah that's got to it be I'll, really let, I'll, take my laptop. I'll do it on my phone just on the train just like on the um yeah, exactly. But um, but yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, I will see you soon, and bye for our sign. Bye. Bye. bye.